You heard me say it, and I believe it wholeheartedly, that if you lead with identity, everything else will follow. But I've had the experience in my work of coming in contact with individuals who want what follows, but aren't willing to lead with identity. It used to bother me and I could not figure out why they did not want to lead with identity. Then it dawned on me that people think that doing identity work means that you're broken. When in fact, it has nothing to do with brokenness and it's not an attempt to fix you. Identity work is about coming in alignment with who you are and not fixing, but honoring who you are and building a brand that is most authentic to who you are. So if you're ready to leave with identity and become a supernormal superstar, visit YourSupernormal.com right now and let's do the work. I had a conversation with someone about the whole obligation thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, doesn't obligation, doesn't everything have obligation? Doesn't everything have obligation? And I go, yeah, you have responsibilities and everything, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not talking about having obligations. I'm talking about operating from a place of obligation. Yeah, that's, there's a difference. There is a difference. And um, I think people don't understand that if you're operating from a place of obligation, that is your why. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. And so if that is your why, then is the, the question is, is that sufficient enough to maintain you in this space? Right. And yeah, for a long time, then you're going to get burned out. Because I, I feel like that the way that you begin a thing is indicative of how it's going to end mm -hmm. up. And so if you begin an obligation, mm -hmm. I think it's a testimony that is going to end up in a space where you're going to be burned out all this stuff because it had no grounding in other than I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. And, and, and if you're a person who's focused on what you're supposed to do yeah. and leading yeah. with that yeah. and not, okay, what is aligned for me? Yeah. What do I want to do? What is necessary? What are the necessary things required for my, my well-being, for my future, for all of, if you're not focused on that, then your why is not going to even have a, have any breath. It's not going to have any space to live. You are tuned into the MDI 2.0 podcast with Clifton Pettyjohn and Michael Andrew Weston. Sit back, relax, turn the volume all the way up, and enjoy today's episode. Are we recording? Are we recording? We're not recording. Okay. What's up, everybody? My name is Clifton Pettyjohn. I know I've only just been giving you my first name, but I want to make sure you know my last name as well. I'm Michael Andrew Weston. That was unnecessarily long, actually, what you did. That was so uncalled for. Hey, but I'm sure they loved it. Just like they loved me. Remember that thing you tell me about, like, me being the host, you being my, my like... Absolutely. Guys... He is the host. I am the co-host. How many of you have been listening to to the podcast? And you can agree with what I say. We'll wait. <laughs> I mean, we can wait. I know you guys are going to comment. You're going to no, right email. Now. You're going to text. You're going to do all of Let me give you his number so you can text and let him, let him know that he's the host of the uh, podcast. And give him the number. 
in my number. <laughs> and you won't have it. <laughs> All right. Oh, we are speaking of the podcast. Actually, yeah, actually speaking yeah, of the podcast, yeah. I guess that's what we're here to talk about. Okay, is returning to your why. Oh, returning to your why, right? And so we're going to talk about number one why we're doing this podcast. So we're talking about X Y axis. We're talking about math today. Flip that. Flip. You know I love numbers. We're talking about numbers today. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Good. Let's go. Before we get started, Michael, how was your week? You know how my week was. They don't know. How was your week? My week was full of change. Uh, it was full of change. Um, it's what some would call stressful. Um, I'm not stressed, but it was uh, intense, full of change, full of movement, full of new information. Um <clears throat> And um, I wrote on my Facebook page uh, yesterday that I welcome change, even the unexpected kind. Mm. And it's in times like that, like this past week for me, where I am required to return to my why, mm. to return to why I started, why I'm doing what I'm doing, why I'm on the path that I'm on, because it can become easy for me to um, to lose sight of that and to be ready to jump ship, right? And so, I mean, that's part of the reason why I think this conversation is so important. Absolutely. And it's so easy to get distracted from our why. Yeah. Or, I, okay, I think the why conversation is a huge conversation. Because I think when we originally express why we do something, we don't go deep enough. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. And I think that that's why we start and stop so many times, because our why just isn't deep enough. Or we haven't tapped into that, you know, why that's within us. Because when we really tap into that, we'll get mad, we'll get frustrated, we'll get angry, we will cry, we will vent, we will do all of that. But we will not stop. Can't stop, won't stop. Why is it always like crooked? It's, I don't I know. I can never get it's it right. My, is my bun crooked? Yes. Oh my God, not again. Every single time we get on. Every time we get on. Yeah, there. but have you ever seen a tree that like it gets so tall that it uproots itself? Mm-hmm. Because the roots mm-hmm. haven't gone deep enough. Deep enough, yes. And I think that's what you're talking about, yeah. what you're alluding to, yeah. is that picture of we get, we get going and we're like, why am I doing this? This is why I'm doing it. And so the thing that we're doing starts to grow on the front-facing side of things. But because we're not rooted enough in our why, we don't have the wherewithal to hold it down. And it eventually, it topples over. That's how yeah. people find that quick success, and then it doesn't sustain. Mm-hmm. Right? While people get famous quickly, but it doesn't sustain. While people Absolutely. you know, do things quickly, have this quick emergence, and then because they haven't, it's not necessarily because they lack depth. It's because they haven't, they haven't let their roots sink deeply enough into Mm -hmm. their why. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And um, I can say for myself, when it came to my why, a lot of times I spent years with a why that was, sounds similar to former podcasts, but my why was very externally based. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I was doing it for my family. I was doing it for my, my kids. I was doing it for this. I was doing it for that. But at the end of that list, if I even brought up myself, I found myself. 
So when I got to the space where I felt as if they didn't need me to do it anymore, mm-hmm. or I just didn't feel like doing it, or I find another thing to do for them, mm-hmm. you know, it became easier for me to walk away from it. And that's where, you know, as I said, I had that face-to-face moment when I realized, oh, yo, why are you really doing this? Why are you podcasting? Why are you a strategist? Why are you in front of this camera? Why are you doing the stuff that you do? Yeah. And I begin to ask myself that about everything that I do, everything that I do, because it came a time. I remember we were in a session one time. Um, I'm trying to remember the session we were in, but we were talking about like Instagram, social media pages and stuff. And right in that session, it came to me to delete like, I think it was like three or four of my social media pages. So we're in this the session, I'm deleting them because I realized they really weren't connected with my the overall fact that you had three to four social media pages to delete. Yeah, because I had, okay, so I had my page. Then I had my book from Stagnation to Transformation. I had that had a, that had a page. Then the faith community had a page. What else had a page? The podcast had a page. So I had all of those pages along with my personal page, and it was just becoming too much. And what happened? Let me ask you this: What happened when you deleted those? Uh, it freed up a lot of my time. Not just my time. I say it freed up my energy, too, because when I had all of them, and many times I felt obligated to post. You know what I'm saying? I felt that sense of obligation. So it stripped away that sense of obligation, and it made social media fun for me again. Yeah. And I had a conversation with someone about the whole obligation thing, right? Mm -hmm. And they were like, well, doesn't obligation, doesn't everything have obligation? Doesn't everything have obligation? And I go, yeah, you have responsibilities and everything, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm not talking about having obligations. I'm talking about operating from a place of obligation. There's a difference. There is a difference. And um, I think people don't understand that if you're operating from a place of obligation, that is your why. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so if that is your why, then the question is, is that sufficient enough to maintain you in this space? And yeah, for a long time, then you're going to get burned out. Because I, I feel like that the way that you begin a thing is indicative of how it's going to end mm-hmm. up. And so if you begin an obligation, mm-hmm. I think it's a testimony that is going to end up in a space where you're going to be burned out all this stuff because it had no grounding in other than I'm supposed to do this. Yeah. And, and And if you're a person who's focused on what you're supposed to do yeah. and leading yeah. with that yeah. and not, okay, what is aligned for me? Yeah. What do I want to do? What is necessary? What are the necessary things required for my, my well-being, for my future, for all of, if you're not focused on that, then your why is not going to even have a, have any breath. Yeah. It's not going to have any space to live. Yeah. I, uh, as you were talking, I, I, I'm a visualizer. So like, as he's talking, I'm seeing, you know, like, graphs and charts and all that so i'm seeing organization being like in the center i mean not organization obligation being in the center and everything stemming from that Mm -hmm. uh when you know as we said it should be the why in the center but 
when we do it from that space of obligation, what happens? Because a lot of times when it comes to obligations, they're tied strongly to our emotions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So what happens when it becomes emotionally unbearable or when we just don't want to do it anymore? They, they pissed us off. You pissed me off. Now I'm going to show you. I'm going to show you how much you need me. Yeah. Now then what happens to that why that you had that was what? Centered in obligation. And think about this. If you're doing it from an obligation standpoint, right? Obligated to who or to what? Yes. 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 And where does joy have space in obligation? And I personally don't think that everything is like easy. Mm. I don't, I'm not one of those people who's like toxic. Like everything is great. Mm. I don't think that everything is easy or everything is, you know, without work or without challenge. However, you can tend to find the willpower to move Mm. forward. You can tend to find the strength and the energy to do a thing when you can find joy in it. Even if it's challenging, even if it's not desirable, even if it is something that you quote unquote have to do. And so, even in a phase, I mean, just think about this. We got to file taxes. Absolutely. But it's not necessarily anything that we want to do. Maybe you, because you're a little weird. But in the, wow. the normal people, we don't necessarily want to do that. Well, I'm super normal. Uh, yeah, you're super. Super normal. You're Michael super. Michael Andrew No, Weston. you're super normal. Dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dumb. But, but no. You know, is we you know we can have we have to do taxes right, and it's not necessarily anything that we want to do. But the joy in doing taxes for me is I made money. Yeah, wow, absolutely. Wow. So it's finding the gratitude in it. And so when we're doing something like this, we don't have to do this. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do the podcast. We don't have to show up. But I think that's the reason why this is so powerful, so energetic, and why it's so impactful. It's because we're showing up here in joy. Oh, absolutely. And uh, when you, you know, operate from that space of obligation, it takes like the spontaneity out of it. Like, mm-hmm. And I think that even when it comes to your why, because I know I'm a very literal person. Okay. I'm a very literal person, liter- literal person. I love schedules. I like to operate with schedules. I like to know what we're going to do as detailed as possible. But at the same time, I also enjoy leaving that space for something that I may not ordinarily do that's still connected to my why. Mm -hmm. I think when we do it from an obligation uh, space, we don't leave space for the spontaneity. We don't leave space for the excitement of it all where we can have. Have you ever been in a relationship? Okay, and you're looking into that person's eyes or whatever. And you're remembering. You're going back to remember. I'm I'm, I'm my best. <laughs> I'm trying my best. Keep going. And and it's as if you're seeing them for the first time, and it reminds you of why you are together. Have you ever had that experience? Yeah. See, I mean, me, I've heard about that experience. No. <laughs> and see, for me, experience. and here for me, this is what it does to me. Oh God. It does this to I me. I'm like, why did I? <laughs> <laughs> Been there too. Like, but but it's that encounter with that why that either reminds you of how aligned you are at that moment, 
or how misaligned you are like, at that yes. moment. I guess I just I'm staring into your eyes. I'm sitting there going, no, what? <laughs> <laughs> what was I drunk? What in the world happened here? <laughs> was I drunk for the last fifteen years? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but, but we all need to have that type of experience, even with our why. Like when we sit down and we have that conversation with ourselves, even though that is a tough conversation. You hear me talk about conversation with yourself a lot because I just believe that that is very vital. You need to have a conversation with yourself. That's that's my you have, <laughs> bro, bro. I probably I tell him have, that more than anything. Bro, I didn't get no sleep last night. You probably need to have a conversation with yourself. <laughs> what? That is it. Is it that dramatic? It right is. Now? It is. But it is so. But ask. Him I have what a hangnail, hap- bro. Ask you him have a conversation with yourself. Ask him what happens when he takes the time and has that conversation with himself. People think I'm crazy. They already think that. Oh wow! Tell me what happens. Oh wow! Tell them what oh, happens wow. when you give yourself that space. When you give yourself that space to have those conversations, it brings up trauma, <laughs> <laughs> and it does. No. And what happens beyond it? No, seriously. But you know, it really does cause you to return to a place where you're internally referenced. And I talk about that a lot, being internally referenced. But it really returns to that space. And we talked about it in the last episode. That self-trust, it returns you to yeah. that. But also, it returns you to, dude, this is why yeah, this I started. Is why. Mm-hmm. This is why I was yep. doing this. This is yep. even why I got here. Yep. Right? Why did I Why did I make that decision? Yep. Because sometimes, you know, we make decisions, and we at the time we, we make them, we're energetic about them, we're excited yeah. about them. But then when we experience the consequence of the decision, yeah. even if the consequence is working out for us, if it doesn't feel good at that moment, mm-hmm. if it doesn't seem like, dang, it's working out for my best, is like, well, dang. And when you sit there and you talk to yourself, you hear me saying, dang, love that for me. Uh, <laughs> it's so, so unnecessary. Yeah, no, it's necessary. But, you know, when you return, when you have conversations with yourself, you're able to recenter yourself mm-hmm. and you're able to take that responsibility. You know, I talk about, yep. you know, returning responsibility yep. back to yourself because yep. you bring power back to yourself. And you bring power back to yourself and you're able to understand that the reason why is because I decided this. I decided this because X, Y, Z. And I think I love that so much. I really do love when you when you do that, um, even though some, some days it takes me a minute to get into that. I understand. We both had those moments with each other. But I'm telling you, start having that conversation and return to yourself as to why you're doing it. I just shared, I think it was either last episode or episode before, where I had to have that conversation about why I'm doing podcasts why I provided the platform that I provided. And getting back to that why helped me realize, dude, you're sleeping on yourself. Sleeping on your, you're, and you're always going to find that out in some way, shape, or fashion that you're sleeping somewhere mm-hmm. when you return to that why if you get misaligned. Absolutely. And and that's the uh, thing for me is like, I am being, I told you I, this week has been a week of change. You asked me mm-hmm. that question that kind of stimulated the rest of the conversation. But, you know, it's been a week of change, but I've been returning to some whys this week. Yeah. And I've been getting recentered, and it's like certain things that I thought were going to be sustainable, or that I thought were going to be present for a long time. Mm. That's shifting for me, Uh-oh. and so, you know, do I stop being this person? Do I stop doing this thing? You know, even professionally speaking, it's like I've I faced in the last several months, but specifically in the last month or so, faced so many uh, professional shifts and changes. It makes me it made me question why. 
why am I doing this? And I wasn't always asking it in the most constructive way. I wasn't asking like, hmm, why am I doing this? Yeah. It was like, well, bitch, why am I doing, why am I doing this? this? Yes, absolutely. And some of those things were tough conversations to have with myself. However, in having those conversations with myself, I got the answers that I needed and I got the clarity and, and I was able to realign those areas and then make some decisions, even difficult ones, about it, about that why, so that I can return myself into alignment with that why. And I think there's another thing that needs to be said, too, that your why can change. Oh, absolutely. Your why definitely can change. I mean, if we, we look at ourselves, how we change and evolve, we need to give our why that much flexibility. I talk about framework, but when I talk about framework, I always talk about elastic framework. Mm -hmm. That way that your frame isn't just a square, it's not just a rectangle, but it has that elasticity to it where yes. it can shape, bend and shape or bend and yeah, shape itself however it wants to bend and shape itself. And it has the ability to stretch, to expand and condense itself based upon what is needed at that moment. That's the same thing with your why. You have yes, to revisit your why over and over again. So that you are in tune with your why. Because we talk about currency, right? Yes, sir. And the thing, the most important thing about currency is that it is current. Yes, sir. See, a lot of times we're operating out of currency that is outdated. Yes, sir. Or even, here's another thing. We talk about outdated currency. But what about the currency that is for the future that hasn't predated. received its value predated yet? Predated currency. Yes, predated currency. It hasn't received its value okay. yet. And you're you're trying to operate in that. It's not essential right now. Yeah. So you have to make sure that your why fits you right now. Yeah. And and you know one of the, my favorite quotes you've heard me say before by John Henry. Okay. No. <laughs> I don't know. It was a song in my head. All right. About currency. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's hear it. No. Mm -mm. La la la. Mm -mm. Not until I go into the studio. That's what's up. Mm -hmm. Mixtape comes out. In October. Mixtape yes. <laughs> dropping right before this episode. Go grab it. What, what clip you drop before the episode? No, I was supposed to drop it at when we dropped the episode, right? Okay, so yeah. what's this? This will be no November. No around November, yeah. We ain't edit this out either. No. <laughs> but uh but you know, one of my favorite quotes you heard me say it is uh by John Henry Newman. To live is to change. And to be perfect is to have changed often. That's a bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, we also... Anyway, never mind. But to be perfect is to have changed often. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, that elasticity you're talking about oh, is that, right? Yeah. Is that the ability and the wherewithal to change even your why. And um, I remember uh, Dr. Sequita Sutton made a, a, a statement about, you know, being perfect. And she said, perfect, you can break it down like this. Per PER, the rate at which effect fibroelasticity, uh, elastic, what is it? Connective tissue, fibroelastic connective tissue, FBCT, which expands and returns to its form, expands and returns to its form. And she said perfection is the rate at which per you can expand and return to form, expand and return to form. And so that's the thing, that's really the thing. How flexible are you? How. And that's a question I will ask on my After Dark podcast. How flexible are you? And just for those of you who are wondering what happened, people who have sexual innuendos on this show have to take a shot. People who curse on this show have to take a shot. People who make church references have to take a shot. And so, 
Ooh, that one got you. Up that garbage. It got you. I saw it. I saw it. It's oh, from it's like, up and out. No, no, yeah, that was no, a, no, bro. That was a church reference. Was it? He's up, up and out. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, I have to take one too because I had sprung for it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You ignited that in me. Ooh, you might need a double shot. No, that's you. not. Come on now. Hey, I'm Michael Andrew Weston, founder and lead identity strategist here at Supernormal. Before we have the conversation about what we do, I thought it was important that I share with you about my knack for knowing because it is what makes the work that we do super normal. Um, some people say that I have a third eye, that I'm prophetic, clairvoyant, intuitive. Uh, regardless of how you language it, it is this knowing that enables me to help clients get to the core of their identity. I tend to know when joy, judgment, uh, fear, faith, resistance, surrender, whatever else, are at play. I use this to challenge clients to dig deeper, to get to the truth. I believe that if we can get to the truth, we can tap into pure identity. This way we are able to present you, the creator, the business owner, in truest form. Now you still may be wondering though, like, but why identity? Well, your identity is the super normal quality that makes you unlike anyone else and enables you to do what no one else can do. It is the single raw material that you use to build everything in your world. However, if you're not aware of these truths, you risk misappropriating this most valuable material. Uh, for the creator or business owner like yourself, this misappropriation manifests itself as constantly overcommitting, not attracting the ideal clients or opportunities that you desire or any for that matter, um, putting yourself in a position where your work is constantly getting ahead of you and ultimately reaching a place where your work is burning you out. I get it. You have so many things to consider. How do I manage the many moving parts? How do I attract these opportunities or clients? How do I get the promotion? And the list goes on and on. However, I believe that if you leave with identity, everything else will follow. It is this truth, it is this philosophy that inspires the work that I do. It is the work of Supernormal. Number one, to aid you in getting to the core of your identity and helping you leverage it to position you to attract the ideal clients and or opportunities that you desire. Secondly, we aid in bridging the gap between who you are and what you do so that you can connect to your work and or clients in a more meaningful way. Finally, it is our work to help you make space for yourself in your business or brand by equipping you with tools to build for yourself first and to give to others out of your abundant overflow. We're doing, we're doing the most now. No, you're doing the most. We're just trying to get rid of the bottle now. I'm not. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Cheers. But yes, but the rate at which, right? Perfect. Uh -huh. And so that's what perfection looks like. And so... If you just have to be perfect, remember that perfect is the rate at which you can expand and come back to form. Absolutely. Because certain things will bend you, some things, certain things will stretch you. However, you return to form. <laughs> I'm provoking you so bad. I'm provoking you so bad. This is good. This is a good conversation. I'm, I'm provoking you. <laughs> this, is a, this is a very good conversation. I'm going to like that. I know you can barely resist. It's so good. Yes, yes. Anyway, but yeah, that elasticity, having that and that freedom even within your why to understand that it just doesn't have, you don't stay the same. It doesn't have to stay the same. 
and that's okay. Yeah. You know, that's okay. Don't try to hold on to that old model just because it may have worked for you before. Oh boy. I see. And and this made me, you said that I think about this, think about in this, the case of like arranged marriages. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the re, you know, especially the people like in the, uh, aristocracy and all that stuff, they are the nobility. Oh, anyway, sorry. I, all those words were coming to me. But, you know, they got married because... com. That's free advertising. They they deserve it because I'm sure there's some people out there saying, well, what is this ad? Rich people. Noble, the nobility, the people who are in the king's court or the queen's court. Um, yes, queen. <laughs> you know we also should take it. Take shots. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. You just you no, just okay. doing the most. No, I'm just shots, kidding. So. I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. Yeah, cool. But no, seriously, but those people arranged marriages based on financial gain. Absolutely. Because the women, you know, came with dowries, you know, they came with a, an allotment of money and they married to keep, you know, certain things like I'm gonna marry you so that we can keep our, our bloodline royal, things mm-hmm. like that, which is anyway. But um but my point is, but even in those situations you'll have cases where people are in love with one another, oh, yeah. even though they they fall in love with one another, even though their their beginning why was for the sake of family mm-hmm. and for the sake of money and all that stuff, and you have to return. I would even say create a why, create one, yeah, absolutely, create a why. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. go, ahead. go ahead, no, go ahead. You no, go. he said create a why. It's very it's very important to create a why now. Yeah, because you're now prioritizing yourself. You're understanding the value of putting yourself first. So now you do have to create a why because the why you've created had has has had nothing to do with you. Yeah. 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 You know, so you have to create that why because now your movements are not the same. You know, your what you are expecting is not the same. Your goals, aspirations, all that great stuff, it's not the same because now you have taken yourself from the back of the line and moved yourself up to the front of the line. Huh? My God. Mm. No, because I'm about to have to take a shot. You did it. No. I could said, my God. You No, you said I can say God. No, you said, mm. my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was church. That is. Bro. Bro, just come on. Just come Bro, on. Was, that, was that was it not church? Yes. Okay. That was church. And you can't help it. Who would have thought the church would get me drunk? <laughs> the church would get you drunk. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a whole other conversation. Woo. Yeah, but no, it, it it's it's that's so good though. It's so good, and if we learn that we are the creators of our futures, yeah. we'll also understand that we can create our own why. Absolutely, that's how you operate from a place that's not obligation. Is you you take the power to create your why, yep. the power to create it. That takes me back to one of the things that um, you said to me because I was in this phase of calling myself a creative. Mm-hmm. Um, and no, one of the I things you yeah you can't you can't crack. you can't roll with that. I hate that crack. And now I've embraced that to understand I'm not a creative. I'm a creator, and I have the not just the ability, but the responsibility as well. To create intentionally and with purpose. Yes, sir. And, you know, understanding that helps you develop that why as well. 
And I say, that, you know, I, I said it this way, that creative is a descriptive word. Oh, very descriptive. But creator mm-hmm. is an active word. It's an active word, yes. And so you're a person who, whose nature is to create. Is to create. Not yeah. someone who has the ability mm-hmm. or somebody who has a characteristic of creating. No, at the root, you are a creator. Mm-hmm. And we can create our lives, create our futures by first creating a why. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. And here's the beauty of creating a why. You don't have to conjure it. You can just create it. You can just create it. Because I think when people think create, they think from something from in the sense of like you conjure something up in your mind. But your knowing, yeah. you have that knowing. Yeah, yeah. And out of your knowing, you create. Yeah, yeah. I don't have to. Like the podcast, yeah. we didn't sit there We didn't sit there and go, let's conjure up this. It, it just flows. Or scripted. It flows. Very, very scripted. Yes. Every, everything, every pause. <laughs> Every single time he has take a shot, Every, scripted. Yes, it's all scripted, guys. It's all scripted. All scripted. <laughs> no. So, but you, you get what I'm saying. We're yeah, here, I get what you're saying. We're here and we're showing up. Mm-hmm. We're doing the thing, but we don't have to conjure anything up. It's a flow, and that's what create being being a creator is is getting in the flow of who you are, and creating a why is getting in that flow and communicating to the world, communicating to yourself what that knowing is as to why you're doing it. You created it. And I even say this, even with with it being a flow, there are times we try to come up with topics to talk about, like right now. (laughs) We're trying to remember the two Two topics that we said we were going to talk about when we linked up. We can't remember it. We just got on and just started flowing. Why? Because that's what it is. It's a flow. That's the why we created this show. We wanted to make sure that we had a space where we represented the flow to you so that you could see how easy the flow is. Yeah, and when we remain authentic to that, you're having an experience with our why. Absolutely. That Absolutely. That's the beauty of it is that as we remain authentic to our knowing, to that why, to that root of where we started from, then you Started have an experience with our We done? done. But you're having an experience with our why right now in real time. Yeah, and I think that's the beauty of it when people let me let me make this clear that wherever you're operating from, people are having an experience with it. Yeah. yeah. Again, wherever you're operating from, people are having an experience with it. Just a few minutes ago, we were in um we were in the other room and I got a message that shifted my energy. In other words, that shifted where I was operating from. He picked up on it immediately. He said, you good? I didn't say anything. I didn't make any faces. He just asked because he felt this, because people have an experience with where you're operating from. If you're not operating from a from a why that's tied to who you are, people are going to know it. People are going to catch your bluff. This is why we talk about being internally, internally referenced, though, because when you're internally referenced, what does it do? It returns you to who you are. So that you can operate from that point, even if who you are in your understanding is not full yet. But what you understand, own that, because the more you own what you know of yourself and who you know yourself to be, the more yourself will reveal itself yeah. to itself. I think you just said something that that's really the key. Operate from what you know. Yeah. Instead of trying to figure everything else out, like. If I can just figure this out and piece this together and piece that together, then I can present it. No, 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 no. Present it now. Like, just be you now. Who you are right now, 
that is what everybody needs. But more importantly, that's what you need. Yeah. That's what you need. You know, your ability to embrace that and allow that to be that, to flow freely. Now you open up, as I, I always go back to it, multidimensional creatures, creative creators, all of that great thing. But you begin, great things, you begin to open yourself up to those dimensions of who you are. Sometimes we're so focused on dimensions that have not yet been opened that we're missing the dimensions that are here, that are present, yes, sir. that we need to open those other dimensions. And those other dimensions reveal themselves as yes. you lean into the ones yes. that you already know. Yes, yes. You don't, here's the thing. We go to school, right? And we go from grade to grade, from grade to grade. Why do we do that? Because we're building on the knowledge that we've acquired. Yeah. And so the same applies in your journey, your identity journey. Mm. As you're being who you are, you'll discover and become more of who you are. Yeah. And that's a gradual pro progress. That's how that we move from grades, right? It's gradual. Mm. It's gradual. And as you, when, when you need that dimension of you. When you need it. When you need that dimension of you, it'll show up. Yeah. Because Absolutely. who and what, I say it all the time, mm -hmm. always shows up. Yeah. It always shows up. And so if you continue to tie yourself to that why, operate from that knowing, your why will expand. Yeah. Your why will be created. You'll be continue creating your why. That's how you create your why, by leaning into what you know and allowing that to expand as needed. Yes. As needed. And, and, and that's the beauty of it is that the more you go to, the, your, your why is going to expand. Because I started because of this, but I continue because, because of this. Of this. That's the beauty of it. Absolutely. But if you never give yourself the reference point of why you started, then you can't even see the expansion of it. And don't think that, oh, I don't have to write this down. I'm just going to remember it. I'm just going to remember it. No, there is, and, and I, you can type it if you want to, but I just believe that there is something, something. great in that old-fashioned handwriting. Concept. Yeah, there's something in that old-fashioned chiseling. My goodness. Right? Isn't that what y'all did when, when you was in school? Did y'all chisel in, in, into into little stone tablets? Guys, again, I'm 42. I'm not older. Flintstones. Meet the Flintstones. <laughs> <laughs> wow, guys. Wow. Anyway, as I was saying before, I was so rudely interrupted. <laughs> I mean, write it down so that you have a reference point. Write it down so you have a reference point. And then build on that. That's like your foundation. Like, you know, I'm HGTV fan. You can't build a house without a foundation. As a matter of fact, you can't build a house if the foundation that you have doesn't match your floor plan. That's it. That's it. So in order for you to have an effective floor plan, you have to have a foundation built that can accommodate that floor plan. That's good. And we're trying to build houses without the foundation, without without a foundation and without a floor plan, we're just saying, let me just wait. Let me, I'm a wing this. And think about this. If you don't allow your why to expand, mm -hmm. but you're trying to expand the thing, mm -hmm. you said it has to match the floor mm -hmm. plan. So if you're trying to build out and trying mm -hmm. to expand, you can't expand because you're building on something that lacks foundation. So one part of your business continues to, to succeed, mm -hmm. whatever, but the new parts of it are not working. Why are they not working? Oh, because it wasn't a good idea. I need to throw it out. No, yeah. you, didn't, you didn't establish an expanded why. And when you establish it or create an expanded why, it then accommodates the rest of the vision. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's so good. And even, even when you go to expand, 
you have to make sure that foundation is strong enough. You're so boring today. You, you, there's no jokes. <laughs> there's no, <laughs> this is so boring. This was you last time. But this, you're so boring. <laughs> oh my god! Because I want the people to understand how important their why is. Yeah, but like if we can get them to understand their why, then we can. Like this ain't no, this ain't nothing to play about. It kind of is. This is nothing to play. Life is serious. <laughs> <laughs> I wish you would get that memo, man. Because you play so much. And then <laughs> you're like, like you're on you're right now like you were when I came on as a guest on the podcast. Uh, he was like he was like, yes. <laughs> mm. Now tell me tell me what do you identify? <laughs> shut up, yo! Just shut bro, up. You were so serious, bro. Okay, I want them. I want them to understand. We talking HGTV. You don't play about HGTV. Yo. You don't play about that. Do you also like the Golden Girls? No, I, no you I'm just know, trying to get a full picture. You know I do not like no Golden Girls. <laughs> I'm not to... that. I'm not on that spectrum. Have you ever seen a? Have you ever seen the show? Uh, it's called Queer Eye. No, I've never seen that. Although you told me that I should be on that show, I've never seen that. Yeah, show. I do think you should be on that show. Yeah, you... I don't have any reference for it. I've never seen it, but just for the name, you don't have any reference for, <laughs> for the sake of the name. I for the like sake of the name, well, I'll tell you who I would bring on as a guest, and they fit right in. Hmm. Okay. Wow, that's yeah. awesome. Just so you know. That'd be so awesome. He would love to have you as his guest. <laughs> <laughs> Dog, just stuff. Anyway, as I said, when you go to build onto a foundation, the first thing you have to do is make sure that foundation is strong enough to handle what it is you're trying to put on it. And sometimes we're in such a rush to get to what we feel is the bigger picture that we're just, I'm just going to build it. I'm just going to build it. And then the whole thing collapsed because the foundation wasn't strong enough. Just focus on the why for right now. It doesn't matter how big or how small it is. As a matter of fact, big and small is only based upon how you see it. Yeah. Yep. And I'm 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 just a big fan of this, of understanding that you don't have to start in this massive way. No, you don't have to start this massive way. No. You know, like I told you on the last episode, I just had this moment where like I paused and I was like, I saw it. I saw mm-hmm. where we're going. I saw mm-hmm. this podcast being mm-hmm. what it's going to be, which is good enough reason to add to my why. Yeah. Because this is gonna you know, because I see now this in that moment, my why was being expanded. So basically you didn't see a value in this show. Until the last episode. Clifton. That's what you're saying. If I didn't see value in it, I wow. wouldn't be spending my time wow. here. All I'm saying is. I wow. would not be spending my time here if I didn't see value wow. in it. So much stuff is coming to me right now. Just keep talking <laughs> as I'm processing this. Wow. I mean, I'll take the shot, but I don't want y'all to hear this. Got him. Two shots, baby. I'm going to just take a double shot. shots. I just, that I just fill this cup up. That's all I'll do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I made every word of it. It was very much worth it. I made every word of it. That was very much worth it, guys. Yes, sir. Thank you, man. I just want to finish the story. I'm done. You saw value in the show a couple shows ago. No, just keep going. Oh, but yeah, that's the main thing that, you know, I'm I'm really big on is understanding your why 
and giving your wife or giving yourself the freedom to allow that why to ship shape, uh, shape shift, ship shape, ship shape, to to ship shape. <laughs> shape shift shape shift yo to allow that why to shape to shift. ship shape <laughs> excuse me y'all know what I mean but allowing it to do that because don't get stuck in what seems to be the norm in a sense or uh, allow yourself to play with your why there it is I like to talk about that to explore Allow yourself to explore those dimensions in you to explore with your why because you can be as creative as you want to be with your why. It doesn't have to be a cookie cutter why. I hate I hate cookie cutter whys. I hate cookie cutter financial plans. You said play I hate with your cookie why. Cu- huh? You said play with your why. <laughs> drink. Drink. <laughs> nope. Get that drink. Get it. Get it. Get it. That boy said play with your why. <laughs> Get it. Yes, sir. Y'all know the yep. part your why. Yes. That was so good. Get that one. There you go. It was worth it because that was funny. <laughs> that boy said, you got to learn to play with your why. <laughs> oh, I, I will leave that alone because I'm not taking any more drinks. No, go ahead. But, yeah, with all of that, allow yourself to be open to what you normally may not be open to in the sense of your why. Like, you're sitting here trying to say, well, I've got this great idea. I feel like this is the reason I should do it, but I don't know. I'm going to say something know. too, bro. I'm going to say something too. That when it comes time to expand your why, mm-hmm. don't resist it. No. And I'm talking to myself, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm at a time where my why is being expanded. Mm-hmm. And why I got started and why I'm still going are two different yeah. things. Because I'm seeing more. Yeah. And the more that comes mm. into my realm of consciousness, mm. the more that I see the bigger my why becomes. Mm-hmm. And I've been still trying to play it on the original why. Here's the original why. Here's the original why. Because when you feel and you expand the why, then it expands your visibility. It expands your work even. It expands what you do. And sometimes the work that you're already doing, maybe you expand your why. The work that you're already doing is so massive that you can't, you can no longer build up and you got to build across. Right? And so it may not mean that you have to expand in terms of like doing more, like if you run a business, offering more services or anything like that. But for me, what my expanded why looks like is, is put me in other spaces and make me be seen in other places in other ways. And so when it shows up, don't reject it. Don't reject it. It's going to bring change. It's going to bring change. And here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. That as your why expands, that also calls for renovations on the building itself. Absolutely. I don't think people get that. Absolutely. When you Absolutely. when you expand the foundation, if you're going to build onto a building, a wall has to come out in order for it to become one. Absolutely. And so there are certain things that are going to have to come away, be pulled away from you. There's going to be certain things that you have to release yourself from and disconnect yourself from mm-hmm. in order to embrace that expanded why. In order to expand, to, to embrace that expanded existence. But that's, what happens, and I, you know, I just really believe that, like, when you make, when you open that space up, you make room for what is more authentic to you Absolutely. and what is most relevant to who you are and where you're going. Yeah. 
And and as your why is expanding within your consciousness, right? Don't look at what you have going on financially. Yep. And everything else that's going on outside of you. What's going on outside of you, I'm going to be honest with you, has nothing to do with your why. And I know that some of you might say, what you mean by, uh uh-uh, it has everything. No, it does not directly have anything to do with your why. Your why is connected to everything that you have going on internally within you. And what you're experiencing externally is communicating to you Absolutely. something about your internal. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that that's that's my main point with that. Well, I guess that's my second point because I had a main point a while ago. Um, <laughs> my thing is my thing is my thing is my thing is Wow. Sir. Wow, that's how we doing it though. That's Sir. how we doing it. Sir. But yeah, I really want to drive that though about your why. I and I hope that y'all will share with us your why, you know, your why, whether you, it's your why for your, for your family. I think you need to have a why for all seven core areas of your life. And then within those, there's a why for your overall life. Uh, but if you want to share, I definitely want to hear from you in the comment section and the DMs. Let us know what exactly is your why. And if it's changed from in, this, in yeah, I mean, y'all can sign in the DMs. I'm single. We, I mean, we don't know how the ties are going to turn, so I can't say anything. Yeah. What? Oh. <laughs> I can't say whether or not I'm well, single. Well, I I am single. However, I want to say this: just because I say on the show that I am single, and you slide in the DMs, that does not mean, does not obligate me to anything with you. I love you somebody for everybody and there may be somebody's for everybody but I'm not for everybody but I may be for somebody you're a snob or somebody's you're a snob snob. you're a snob and if he won't take you somebody will that's what I'm saying like be real about it like what he's a snob though that's not being a snob that's not I'm gonna tell you this you'll appreciate me later y'all excuse me he's a snob everybody has redeemable qualities why is it people that always people will try to to tell you that, but they they're not doing that themselves. And here I show up, we go on a couple's trip, and nobody want to walk around with me because I'm with anything. Because you're with them, because <laughs> you're with redeemable qualities. <laughs> yes, yes. Nobody's trying to redeem any qualities on this trip. No. Hey, hey, redeemer. <laughs> Like, oh, great. he's so nice. But there is some, I want to say this, there's somebody for everybody. Facts. Somebody. And everybody has a why. Yep. And he, some people have a why not. <laughs> Amen. Huh? Amen. That, listen. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? You said amen? No. You go ahead, boy. Good for you. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> oh, that was so good. Ashe. Is it you know what I'm saying? Ashe. Well, I think we've done it. I think we have. I think we've we've said it all. Um, per usual, per usual, 
We are so grateful for your attention and intention. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, what is that? Hold on. Create a day, create a great day, and by all means. That was not it. What is it? That is not it. Okay. How's it go? But I want to thank you all. For now, how's it go? Us. How's it go? Excuse me. Hold say on. no, no, no. Say this mic, mic, microphone is loose. Okay. <laughs> First of all, I get the name right. But anyway. Who was it? Nope. Yeah. How do you end it? Come on. Listen, y'all. Thank you for tapping in. I want to make sure as well, share this podcast with other people, y'all. Okay? Share the podcast with others so that they can remember their why, revisit their why. As I always say, create a great create day. Create a great day. Uh-huh. Walk, Walk with, with purpose. And, and by, by all means, embrace your, your best self. Peace. Well, folks, there you have it. That concludes today's episode of the MDI 2.0 podcast. I know I speak for Michael when I say thank you for listening. If you haven't already subscribed, I encourage you to subscribe through your preferred listening platform. If you are a visual person like myself, make sure you're subscribed to our YouTube channel. Also, make sure you're interacting with us. Leave us a review leave a comment if you want to reach out and give show ideas you can always reach out to us at info at transformuinstitute.com until next time peace So I know you've heard me talk a lot about working with people in entertainment and perhaps you don't necessarily work in entertainment. And if you do, you may not need a full overhaul at the moment. However, you may be facing a challenge or working on a project that you could use objective perspective or expertise on. Um, This is why I offer consulting. Here are the areas I can help you in. Branding, marketing, creative strategy, spiritual development, identity strategy, style and image, content strategy, entrepreneurship. I would love to work with you to navigate your challenge or to enhance your project. If you want to book a one-time session or inquire about a short-term consulting relationship, you can do both by visiting YourSupernormal.com. Let's get it.